0: Drones are one part of the U.S. counterterrorism policy. Another is the detention facility at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. The U.S. has kept Guantanamo open to hold what it considers high-value terrorism suspects but it also detained 22 ethnic Uyghurs, Muslims from western China. They were captured near the Pakistan-Afghanistan border in late 2001. The U.S. government ultimately decided the Uyghurs were not enemies, but they remained locked up in Guantanamo because they had nowhere to go. Returning to China wasn't an option. China considers them terrorists. So in 2006, Albania agreed to take five of the Uyghurs. Nate Tabak recently met up with one of them. His name is Abu Bakr Qasim, and he works in a pizza place in the Albanian capital, Tirana. Abu Bakr Qasim was a little concerned when Albania granted him and four other Muslim Uyghurs political asylum.
1: I knew Albania was a communist state, so in Guantanamo, when they told us we're going to Albania, I was taken aback. I was thinking,
0: we already left the communist state. The communist state was China. Kasim says he fled in 2001 to escape China's persecution of the Uyghurs. Kasim actually knew something about Albania growing up in China. Chairman Mao and Albania's communist dictator, Enver Hoxha, forged close ties in the 1970s. It even inspired a song, Tirana Beijing. One, two,
1: I had this idea that Albania would be a huge country because when I was young, I would see many movies on Chinese TV because of the strong relationship with Albania.
0: But when he arrived, Kasim says he had trouble believing he was in Albania. For one thing, Tirana seemed too small to be a capital.
1: I looked at a map to find Albania, and I couldn't find it. I asked people, can you point to Albania on the map? And it was a tiny dot.
0: He also learned that Albania had become a democracy years before and that it was a majority Muslim country. Another thing he soon realized, Tirana is teeming with pizza parlors. Kasim had never heard of pizza before and didn't speak Albanian. But he wandered into a place and somehow managed to order a pie. It was delicious. And the owner didn't charge me for it as a sign of respect. These days, pizza is Kasim's life. There's barely enough room for Kasim and a co-worker in the cramped kitchen of this halal pizzeria. Kasim is making his specialty, the mixed pizza. It's basically the works with a few regional touches, Albanian smoked beef and Bosnian sausage. This
1: isn't a hard job, but it gives you pleasure when people enjoy the pizza you make and when they give you a tip.
0: Kasim is speaking Albanian, a notoriously difficult language to learn. He says he took an Albanian class after he arrived in Tirana. But the pizzeria has been a much better teacher.
1: At first I was learning by trial. Sometimes I made mistakes and guys would make fun of me. It was definitely a learning process.
0: He says his customers are always asking where he's from. So he tells them the history of the Uyghurs. As Kasim works on a pizza, my relatively old friend takes a seat at a table outside. Ahmet Dursun also runs a restaurant here. He first met Kasim and the four other Uyghurs in 2007. One of them showed up at his Turkish restaurant to ask for directions. Dursun invited the Uyghurs in for a meal. They were able to communicate because the Uyghur language is related to Turkish, and they told their story. Kam grën it was one of the most difficult meals of my life. When they were telling me of their experiences, it was tragic to hear what they had gone through. Dorsun invited a TV reporter to interview Kasim and the others. Kasim says that before the interview, people were sometimes nasty to him, thinking he was a terrorist, but that changed. People
1: got to understand our plight, and from that moment on, it got better.
0: Now the Uyghurs no longer live in a refugee camp. Kasim says he has Albanian friends, and he has a wife here, another Uyghur, and an infant daughter. Well, life is better. There still are problems. He only works part-time, and the state aid he receives isn't enough to support his new family. Kasim says it's hard to find work between the high unemployment and his background.
1: It's difficult when you go to apply for a job. They ask me where I'm from, and I tell them I'm a Uyghur. So right
0: away they make a connection with Guantanamo. Guantanamo continues to weigh heavily on Kasim. Three of his friends remain locked up there.
1: There are still three Uyghurs living in Guantanamo, and no country is willing to take them.
0: Still, he doesn't seem to bear any resentment toward the U.S. or his guards. When we told the
1: Americans we were Uyghurs, the situation improved. They didn't have any problem with us. They actually treated us quite nicely. Some of our jailers would give us candy bars.
0: Kasim also takes pains to avoid criticizing the U.S. for not releasing him sooner. I don't know what took so long, Kasim says. Maybe there were political reasons. Then again, Kassim might be wise to avoid sounding critical of the U.S. in Albania. It's an overwhelmingly pro-American country, And Albania is hosting the Uyghurs at the request of the U.S. Even if he wanted to, Kasim can't really go anywhere else. He doesn't have a passport. And if he were to return to China, he would almost certainly be arrested. For The World, I'm Nate Tabak, Tirana, Albania.